Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! back thursday edition three dudes with a view it's our last show of the week tomorrow inside middle tennessee i'm not sure if jim ross is doing um jim's gonna have a knee surgery i think sometime soon so he may be out for a while i think that uh, surgery is supposed to be tomorrow coach mike lyle good morning good morning uh that's well, gonna hurt yes. He could still be on the radio though with the knee surgery. Probably I, not if he's uh, have while he's having the surgery. Then. That would yeah. be a great Zoom call. Yeah, uh, I think it, <clears throat> I'm not positive, but I think it's knee replacement, so oh, it could be different thing. Yeah, yeah, it could be a little like, more extensive. Well, Beto yeah. did his dental thing on Zoom. Remember that? No. Um, yeah. Thankfully, I don't. <laughs> All right, I'm dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number uh, two, Clayton Harris is uh, not feeling well. He's still fighting the creeping crud. So, yeah. is it is it strep or the flu or both or is it uh, this that, RSV? That information thing? has not been divulged, so we're not sure exactly what it is. It's well. just that uh, I know. I've talked with him a couple of times, and he's uh, he, he's he's in yeah. for a fight for a while. So. Yeah, he's he's seeing doctors, getting scans. He's a young man. He'll yeah. he'll, he'll be, bounce back, but it's going to take fine. him a bit. Yeah. Well. All right, dude number one. So Clayton Harris, we wish you uh, get well uh, and, and good luck, dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How you doing? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, Clayton, get get up and get going, man. Shucks, we want to get you back. But, uh, you know, Tennessee has a high incidence. One of the states has a high incidence of flu dealt throughout the country. Oh, God. He doesn't... Many schools are closing here in Tennessee because of the flu outbreak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, flu's here, Mr. York. And, and uh, yeah, my doctor and everybody else, and, the you know, all the doctors in the health department, everybody else is urging everyone to get the flu shot. The flu is is here early this year. I've already gotten my flu shot oh, three weeks ago, I guess, something like that. Uh, <clears throat> so get, get the shot. There is a, uh, there's also a new uh, uh, COVID shot out there that's supposed to be effective against the Omicron, which is the, at least according to my doctor, the only variant we're seeing around here. And... Uh, and the old shot was not effective against Omicron at all. You know, the um, at least, and I don't want to. Uh, I'm a little scared of saying what my doctor said because I I don't want to be giving medical advice to anybody. And and please don't take it that way. And second of all, I could have misunderstood what my doctor said. So you're getting secondhand information here, folks. But. Uh, as to whether or not I, I should get the the new COVID shot with uh, with uh, which is effective against Omicron, basically he said it's my choice. He he said 
the Omicron cases he's seeing are, are pretty mild. Uh, and But he does feel like the shot, shot is safe. So I went ahead and got it. Uh, but he he didn't he was near, not nearly as urgent about that as he was about the flu shot. I mean, Debbie, were you saying something? No. Yeah, but but see, Delk, the whole thing is uh, the the flu is you know it's it's spreading like wildfire right now across yeah. the nation, and and Omicron or, or the COVID seems to be kind of you know settling down because so many people are getting additional booster shots and stuff like that. So it makes sense to focus on what's hurting you and, and that's the flu that's hurting most people right now well yeah, the flu um yeah i have not had a case of the flu in 40 years and then yeah knock I, on wood yeah, knock on I, wood well i got it last right before christmas last year Yeah, i remember that yeah whoa it was i mean i was laid out for a week uh and i'd had the flu shot long since i you know but either either the flu shot saved my life or it didn't work one or the other uh, well, I've never taken a flu shot up until the breakout of COVID. And I said, hey, I better do as much protection as I possibly can. <laughs> well, that's I'm sort of like that, Mr. York. I mean, I've I, during my adult life, since I graduated college, I've, I've just not ever been sick. Right. And then all of a sudden, in the last year, I, I've, I've spent almost five or six weeks you know just out sick mm-hmm. and i'm sick and tired of it so that's i went out there and said you know you just give me all the shots you got you know i just i, I if they'll do an ounce of good i'll be happy so uh there we go yeah. of course you can get your inoculations the the old-fashioned way you just spend three years as a teacher you know your first yeah. three years as a teacher you're constantly sick because you're exposed to everything in the world right. and then then you're immune then you're immune to everything uh-huh. so <laughs> coach, yeah. coach mike lyle retired english yeah. teacher uh so, so your body will be stoned when you die mike yeah well i haven't been i'll put it this way i haven't been seriously sick uh since my third year of teaching there you and go. uh yeah. so but uh it's those first three years, I don't, I wouldn't wish on anybody. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> About twenty-seven years at Bell South, I had uh, two days of illness. Yeah, I, I didn't. Uh, my twenty-five years in the U.S. Attorney's Office, I, I took maybe two or three sick days. I mean, it, it just. But there we go. That's that's the way it and, works. And sometimes I wonder, Delk, the way companies treat employees, was it wise to not miss those two days? Should I have done like other people? They miss many days. <laughs> Every time you turn around, they were ill or sick or something. I think a lot of guys are going hunting myself. Well, that can happen, I'm sure. Uh, I don't know, Miss York. I, I mean, I of course I. So did I, we did we get backstabbed because we were good employees or, or just used as, as as a piece of paper? You know. Well, I got to use mine as terminal leave. Um, you know, I, I just I had about six months accumulated and. And uh, so when I retired, I, I, I re- really retired. I mean, I quit working six months before I retired, uh, and and got paid paid leave for the, about the last six months. I, I was an assistant U.S. attorney, so I, I got yeah, the benefit. But you all had you all got credit for sick days, right? Right. Those right. those were sick days, and they allowed me just to use them as terminal leave. Um, and uh, so, I mean, I got six months off with pay. Uh, so, 
Uh, that that I guess uh, you could call that my reward for being honest about my sick days, you know. <laughs> yeah, Bell South didn't have any sick sick pay and stuff like that. You know, if you sick, you sick. And if you got sick, the only problem, uh, a lot of employees got sick more than three or four times in a month, and you had to counsel with them. So that, that kind of prevented some of the excessive sickness in taking off. Right. Okay, folks, here we are two days later, and... Uh, in Arizona and uh, Nevada, they're talking about another week to complete counting ballots. Uh, this is... You know, our friend Robbie Starbucks out there with Carrie Lake, we should have him zoom in next week. <laughs> yeah, let's you know, he's do that. A, Robbie's one of the reasons Carrie got in the race. So they're good friends. Well, I think she's going to pull... I actually think the next couple of days you're going to see a huge boost. The Senate will win. She will win. The attorney general, I think it was the attorney general they've already cited that was one. Well, do you have any insight as to what's going on out there? I mean, I mean, Marco Rubio, let, let me say this counting and counting and counting. It just it just it, it, it opens everything up for mischief. It did. No, well, yes, no, it, it does. That, Absolutely, that's been the process does. in those states for years and years. No, it's, 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 <laughs> let's it slide these in. It, it is, takes a long time. It is. It's not proof of fraud, but it's an indicia of fraud. Absolutely, and that, that's the whole point, Miss York. I mean, this is an old playbook from Murray County, although most people have forgotten about it, and and, and I wasn't around when it happened. I well, it might it might have been going on when I was a little boy. <laughs> but uh, you're gonna take a box of whiskey out to somewhere and no, no, you uh, you know the we we had our boss hogs back in in the 50s and 60s in Murray County. Yep, and uh, the boss hog, uh, you know, would have a couple of. Mm-hmm. It was always a rural box, and back right. then we didn't even have very good roads going out to right. to you know Theta or Fly right. or someplace mm-hmm. like that, and you know all the votes would get counted and. Uh, and all the city boxes and whatnot, and then the race would be, you know, you then you knew. Oh, but exa- there's one box missing that's not in yet. You knew exactly what the score was, right. and Boss Hogs candidate mm-hmm. would be behind by, you know, 600 votes. Well, sure enough, about three mm-hmm. in the morning, Theta and Fly would right. come, in come in with a box with 600 votes for Boss Hogs candidate. Exactly, and that's the way that works. Once you know how many votes, you know, they say Ben West was notorious for that. As in uh, yeah, Nashville. Nashville, it's called Tales from the Something yes, Box. Yes, it's there like was a, a, is it was called a, Elkmont? It was something like that. There's, where there's they a, were, there's a book written about it. Mm-hmm, absolutely, you know that's pathetic, Dale. You all continue to stroke conspiracies. About about stuff in voting. That is not. You're it, so naive. It continues Mr. to support. It continues to support that there is fraud in elections Mr. when all you're doing is speculating on the radio. That's all, Mr. York. If we were, if we were leading, you know, if this was a. <laughs> If she was on the other foot, you'd be howling. Oh yes, they would. I'm not, be. I'm not howling. You know, we, well, that's because it's not on your win fin- every seat. Miss York, even, uh, it's 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 like leaving the bank vault door open. Now we're not saying there's fraud in Arizona or Nevada. I well, I am. It. I'll say it. I, well, I'm saying there's indicia of fraud. <laughs> and there goes a conspiracy. Theory. It's not that's conspiracy. It's, it's conspiracy fact. Yeah, it is fact. Happen. Listen, Ms. why York, is it the same? There's states, no conspiracy. She's not alleging anybody's conspired with anybody. She's just saying that a having this vote counting going right now. They the people who are. Uh, both sides know exactly how many votes they need to win. Right. And both sides could be well tempted 
to go out and find that many votes by hook or crook. Isn't it funny? It's just funny that it's Pennsylvania and Arizona again. And right now, Pennsylvania said day before yesterday, we're going to take votes until the 14th. What what does that mean? Pennsylvania counted. Well, this was they were leaving this open until the 14th. I guess they got it all done. But this was the same thing going into election night. It was the same states, right? But they didn't. Georgia always do that. Even in Murray County, there's going to be some adjustments to the to the vote count because. They don't certify it a week or so after the election. Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania got their the votes. Western done. states have paper ballots, and that's the way. That's Love, their we're going to go to a paper ballot. I tell you, that's my mission is for us to go to paper ballots and a pencil, just like the country of France did. One paper, it one pencil, marking it. Done. The no, we won't. I mean, you got people and you got people able to count, Jim, as they come in. Okay, but well, that, that depends on what the state law is. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. We're going off on tangents. What we're talking about is late voting in Arizona and Nevada. Yes, and how that creates the opportunity for Democrats and Republicans to, to steal an election, because once you know exactly how many votes that you have to count. Then you can go about doing it. Right. If all the votes get counted at once, you don't know what the magic number is. They got and, Democrats, they got Republicans, they got independent folks, and they got international folks watching the vote count. So tell me how it's going to be fraud. Well, I, I didn't say it is. I said it's an invitation to fraud, and, and it's also an indicia of fraud. It's not proof of fraud, but and it's not necessarily an indicia of fraud you just jumped to the conclusion that I'm saying it's an indicia of fraud by Democrats. It could be well be an indicia of fraud by Republicans. It just stinks, and it's not a good way to run an election. Yeah. And But there's really nothing that can be done about it because these elections are controlled by the various states. And they decide on what equipment to buy and, and how to process elections. That, Anything that's hooked up to the that, Internet is problematic that, that is, to me. That is true, however... You know, I've got a real problem with seating. Uh, I, I'm, I'll say I've got a problem with seating a Democrat or Republican uh, who, uh, you know, the state finally decides, you know, gets through counting the votes two, three weeks after Election Day. Uh, I, I, that just that smells. It does. All right. Let's take a break. And come back. Parks Motor Sales is Middle Tennessee's home for the best GMC vehicles on the market. Visit Parks at 919 Nashville Highway and test drive truck favorites like the GMC Sierra or Canyon. Or try a popular SUV like the GMC Acadia or Terrain. Parks also has a wide variety of certified pre-owned vehicles for every need. At ParksMotorSales.com, you'll see an extensive inventory, their latest deals, and servicing options. Shop Parks Motor Sales once and you'll agree. Parks, GMC, we are professional Great. 
Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Three dudes with a view. I am dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, is not feeling well at all. And uh, he's going to the doctor and et cetera and so forth. And we hope, wish him well and hope he gets well and gets back soon. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. 
And regular special guest dude, uh, Debbie Matthews. How you doing? So good to be with y'all this morning. <clears throat> Glad to have you. Thanks for um, letting me sleep in yesterday. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure you knew. That. I was up, but it, yeah, just not having to think was nice. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not as young as I used to be. I'm you know it was almost midnight the time I got to bed, and then I was up at seven to get on the air here at eight. That that wore me out. <clears throat> May have gotten my voice too. Okay, I'm looking at something really cool, folks. Mm-hmm. Our friends down at Omega's Diner, Miss Omega and her family, uh, who cook with love. And Omega's is right here on 1201 Woodland Street in downtown Columbia. Uh, and they talk, he, talk about mm-hmm. an easy way to get Thanksgiving done here. All right, she will, if you order on or before uh, November 18th, Miss Omega and her family will uh, put together a Thanksgiving dinner to go. It serves 15 people. You can choose ham or a whole turkey and dressing. And you can choose one of three sides uh, out of green beans, turnip greens, green bean casserole, yams, or mac and cheese. You can choose a dessert, strawberry cake, pineapple cake, chest pie, and pecan pie, plus 15 rolls, two gallons of tea, and cranberry sauce. And all of that is $275 plus tax Thanksgiving dinner to go uh, and the food I mean the, the way this conversation got started during the break <laughs> Debbie yes. was over at Omega's yesterday yes, I was. the food is delicious because Wednesday is pork chop day and they have the best pork chops well I mean um, out here at Old Glory they both run for their money but their, their pork chops just to sit down and eat it's one of my favorite things oh, I love those pork chops mm, and, uh, yeah it's so good, but um, yeah, and I also think there's so many places around town that are doing Thanksgiving for sale. I think Betty's Parkway is doing that as well, um, and of course out at Papa Boudreaux's, they used to do their oyster dressing that you could buy at large amounts to take right. home. So, but we love Omegas. Well, that's a you know that saves uh, folks a whole lot of work if they yes. if that's the way they choose to go, and it'll be good from Omegas. All right, we're talking about. You know, we were talking about the national picture. I want to talk a little bit about the local picture, and maybe it does relate to the national picture in terms of elections. Mm -hmm. But I went out to the election office to monitor and report the returns uh, last Tuesday night, and I I was struck by, you know, time after time, the numbers 70 and 30. Any election, any precinct comes in, it's 70 percent i mean sometimes plus or minus a point or two well that's because in the county it's 70 percent republican and 30 percent those are the points that yeah that's 70 percent 70 percent republican 30 percent democrat Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's that's, whereas in the city it's close to 50 50 like point point four one or something like that. i never really saw that though by the time you spread it out all over the county i mean the, the results were all 70 30 at the end of the day yep that's yep and i'm looking at them right now yeah i mean it was you know 0. 0.73 for bill lee um 0.69 for ogles 0. 0.70 for sapiki and then capley's 0.77 yeah, yeah so it meant we have a, a, a huge republican base in the county well but it's the my point is they're not any, any independents in murray county anymore they're just not. There, there is nobody. Mr. York, you and I can flap our gums all day long, and uh, I'm not going to persuade a single 
Democrat out there to support a Republican, Mm-mm. and you're not going to persuade a single Mm-mm. Republican to support a Democrat. Mm-mm. We don't have any independents. We don't have any people who are saying, I'm, and, and I'm not saying this is a good thing or, or a bad thing necessarily. Uh, it's probably a bad thing. But uh, any any people who are uh, – uh, persuadable it's uh and and uh, you the campaigns just make absolutely no difference whatsoever if they're if they're breathing and and they got an r by their name they're going to get 70 percent of the vote and if they're breathing and they got a d by their name they're going to get 30 percent of the vote it, 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 it doesn't matter what their message is what they've said who what who they're sleeping with it just doesn't matter go ahead Ms. short i think you got i think you got independence but they're not in significant numbers in the county because it is skewed toward the republican and, and the Democrat, so their their votes are, are very insignificant, and they independents. You know, I I look at them as people who who will make a decision one way or the other based on the issues. Right. I don't. We've just not got. It doesn't look like we've got any. There's probably a handful of them out there, and and just as significant as the Republicans having that seventy percent majority, Democrats have that thirty percent that well, is. Is rock solid and is not leaving them. But it's it's higher than the Democratic population in the city's higher than the de- Democratic population in the county. Right, but okay. by the time it so, all well, the time it, it all meshes out, you got seventy thirty. Not in the city race. No, but I mean yeah. the county yeah. countywide. By the time you put it all right. together, you got seventy thirty. Right. I mean, there were consistently across the board, Democrats voted. The, the numbers it's saying that the Democrats were only seventeen point eight percent of the August turnout. Because there was no primary. There was no contested primary amongst Democrats in their Well, maybe were there? Maybe one. Um, but in, on Election Day. The governor's race, I think. Uh, can, okay. But uh, the Election Day, I think 53% um, of the total voted as comparison to early voting. So the Democrats really turned out for the general election. They did. And the Republicans did not. Okay, because the Republicans didn't have conte- much contested on the ballot. At all, you're talking about Tuesday. Yep. Well, I think no. only twenty. Uh, the numbers are are saying that the 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 turnout was really low. So, so turnout for Republicans was, um, you know, everything was sort of on autopilot, like you said. It's a seventy thirty split on on big races. So I mean, yeah, it a lot of people said it. It doesn't make any difference what the candidate's name is, what their message has been. Uh, you know, all I all I got to do is. Be on the ballot and be a Democrat, and they get thirty percent. Be on the ballot, get be a Republican, you get seventy percent. It doesn't matter if you've, you know, how many girlfriends or boyfriends you've had, or whether you, yeah. you know, it just doesn't matter, yeah. you know, uh, or whether you, you know, you're for, I don't know, you come out against Mule Day or something. Hell, I don't, you know, just some. It just doesn't matter, uh-huh. and. uh and like I said, you and I, and Mr. York, are constantly debating these Democrat Republican issues uh, with, I guess, some thought that there are people out there who might be persuadable. And it turns out all we're doing is just shooting at each other from our respective <laughs> trenches. You know, right? Uh, we, we're not persuading anybody. Uh, the thing is, people make up their mind in Murray County, and they're true to to being the the city of the mules. And once they make up their mind, you can't move them. You know, true. But you know, if you look around nationwide, Mister York, I, I I think 
I'm, we're sort of seeing the same thing, except it's not 70-30. It's uh, 50-50. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes the races are decided by 51. You know, I mean, it's uh it, But it's the just, problem is, is people... It's whether, it's whether Democrats or Republicans have more flu. But it's 50% of who voted as opposed to, you know... The problem is, is the apathy out there is huge. When you have... We have 62,000 yeah, 62, let's, let's, let's people. Let's talk about apathy. I'm, I showed up and voted for Andy Ogle. Yes, you did. And did it enthusiastically because... And now... When when we were stepping into the when we woke up Tuesday morning, yeah, we thought that there would be a big Republican majority in the House, and I venture a whole lot of people out there. Uh, well, who, they kept hearing there's going to be a red wave. There's going to be a red be, wave, well, and the well, problem is they say, people said, "Well, I don't have to go then. I'm going to sit at home." And, but th- this is where you need to learn that your vote counts because uh-huh. those of us who uh, who showed up and voted for Andy Ogles are probably giving the Republicans the four or five uh, seats in the House that are going to be needed to unseat Nancy Pelosi. All of a sudden, your vote, my vote for Andy Ogles, is very important in flipping the House and unseating Nancy Pelosi. If we hadn't done it, it might not have happened. So the deal, the deal is, though, is we have sixty thousand. Six, I think, I think there were two thousand registered voters between the primary and the general election. So from August eighth to October eleventh, two thousand new people signed up to vote in this county. I, I think remember the figure being sixty something thousand. S- it was sixty thousand. Now it's like sixty two thousand four hundred. Yeah, sixty something thousand. Yeah, so right. sixty two thousand. But we only had twenty two thousand or so to vote. So only about a third of our population gets up and goes vote. And we give them two weeks now. To me, early voting's too long. It's way too long. But it's two full weeks to go out and exercise your vote. And we've got two-thirds of our county that are not voting. That's that's to me is like, okay, that, and that's not even – our full population is 100,000. So we take off 40,000 40, of people that well, don't I mean, want to vote at all. Well, no, that's, that's children. And, well, exactly. Maybe. Okay, so but then you've got 62,000 people that are registered to vote. And then you have only a third of that to show up. I'm looking at sixty nine thousand, Deb. Well, that's you're, and you know what, Jim, you you could be right. Yesterday we were pulling voters. We knew we had had sixty thousand, and then we heard the two thousand four hundred were the new signees between primary and general. And then we saw the slip that came out and said sixty seven at primary, and now sixty nine. So you may be right, but it's something yeah, but, like that. But you but you're right. Uh, One third of the voters, thirty thousand voted that's in the it. election. That's 30, it. Thirty nine, thirty six. That's right. And so you've got twenty, twenty-two thousand for Republicans in the county, eight thousand for the Democrats. Then you get into the city elections. You know, I think it's a, it's almost, it's almost split. But every Democrat in the city of Columbia voted. Every Democrat did, but the Republicans did not. So Republicans out there, if you live next door to a Republican that did not vote, you tell them they cannot. I can't say the B word on air, right? So they cannot complain. If taxes get raised, if traffic is horrible, if whatever's going on, they cannot complain if they live in the city and they did not vote. So that's where I am. Well, and 
you know. I mean, I did everything to rile the Republicans up to get them out there. I mean, <laughs> everything that had been their talking points, I did everything to to kick the bees' nest to get them out there to vote. You and did the, everything to get everybody uh, to come out the vote. No, they did. <laughs> well, no, the, your your Democrats voted on all your candidates about the same. Everybody, well, county wise and city wise. So, 88, 88 is what they did. All Democrats turned out 100%. So right here you got, well, no, Manor got 62-48. Mulder got 60-57. Carson got 20-63. Now, if we went back to the uh, mayor's race in 2018, you know, his numbers were closer to 8,000. 8, so the, everything's down. All voting's down. Because, uh, you know, whether well, we want to say... Voting. Mulder's numbers are up. No, Mulder had seventy two ninety six in eighteen. He's twelve hundred, almost thirteen hundred votes down from then. Okay, so so the thing is, is that the problem that we've got, and this goes back to the Arizona election. People are sitting at home, watching this tarry on in states over and over again, and they are not trusting the electoral process, and they well, are saying, "I'm not going to vote anymore." It's well, not, that's because under- you all tear it down every day. It's a fraud. It's a gimmick. They stealing ballots. They coming in with truckloads. They well, they they're pulling deaths, the ballot box. votes you, about you under- all cause people to have lack of confidence. In the voting no, process, people got the, people got BSL caught push. cheating. They got caught cheating. Okay. Well, folks, folks, they only got all caught right, all right, was, all right. Let's Republicans. Let's let's slow no, down a little Jim. bit. When you have prolonged count periods, yes. It you know when you got two and three weeks going on to count the vote, that does that is a legitimate, logical. Uh, uh, legitimately and logically undermines confidence confidence in the voting process it just does and uh and and that's if if you don't have confidence in the voting process Debbie's right. You're not going to vote. They're not going to vote now. But, but when but, you push, Del, what I'm saying, when you push it constantly, there's something wrong with the voting. There process. is something wrong. When you Jim. feel, when you keep pushing manure, you're going to fill up the cart sooner or later. Well, Miss York, when you have two weeks, you know there is no reason that any state shouldn't be able to get their vote counted in 12 hours. There just isn't. That's right. You know, they, we got computers that are big enough to calculate the distance across the galaxy. <laughs> That's right. And we can go, make I'm a phone a, call go, instantly go, to Germany. I'm going to go right wing on you. It's the state's right to decide how they do the process. Of well, well therein, therein lies the rub. What can we in Tennessee do about Arizona and... Uh, Not a thing. Well, <laughs> well, now, and so the, the you know, this the, is where the mayhem comes well, from. Well, there, there could be a, a, an amendment to the U.S. Constitution, not likely to pass, uh, but mandating that states uh, return their votes and certify their votes within 12 hours yes. of the close of the last poll. That would be awesome. Yeah, it'd be a great first step. The uh, uh, that's not likely to happen. Um, so we have to urge our friends in Arizona and Nevada. Uh, and I'll, t- I'll, well, I'm not going to go down that road right now because I'm trying to be even here. Uh, but well, we also have to talk about, we have to look. I mean, it's just wrong. We it's have, plain wrong. You look at, you look at state maps, especially right. like in New York State, um, where cities are making decisions for the whole rest of the state that's completely red. 
Okay. Oh, that's another problem that, yes. I, that I do want to talk about. Yeah. All right, let, let's uh, take a break. Well, come well back. why don't we go to mail-in ballots like some of the Western states did? Which is why they're always Democratic, Jim. Democrats don't know how to mail. <laughs> Just put them in the ballot box. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. So you had an accident. Now what? Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop. You can count on us to repair all makes and models. Our certified techs will take care of everything from frame damage inspection to bump out or replacement with OEM parts. We've got the expertise to make your vehicle better than new and get you back on the road in no time. Plus, our collision work is guaranteed for the life of your car. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop to the rescue. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Hello everyone, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Are you aware that gold is at historical highs? That's right, and now is an opportune time to sell that unwanted jewelry made of gold or platinum. We also buy gold and silver coins or ingots. Tillis Jewelry will make you a top dollar offer paid in cash on the spot. Also, we buy diamonds from a quarter carat and larger, any shape, round, oval, marquee, and princess. Bring them in for an offer, you might just be surprised. Highest offer paid, I guarantee it. Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia and Lewisburg. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Get ready for cold weather with Hiller's Happy HVAC Comfort Bundle. Keep your family warm inside and out. Bundle an HVAC replacement system with a germicidal UV light and an extended 10-year warranty, and we'll include a free solo stove. Or get a free solo stove when you buy a whole home generator or water filtration and descaler. Plus, we're offering special zero-interest financing for up to 12 months. Book online at happyhiller.com today. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Hi, I'm Barry Duke. Join Drake Conley and I for the Front Porch Sports Game of the Week, sponsored by the Murray County School System and Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and Fiat. It all starts at 5.30 on Friday evenings, right before our Game of the Week. Our Game of the Week starts at 6.55 and kickoff with Coach Mike and I at 7 o'clock. All on 101.7 WKOM. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, welcome back. Three is with a view. This is it for us this week. Tomorrow morning inside Middle Tennessee. And we will be back with you Monday uh, when they still probably will not have finished counting votes. 
across the country. Um, I'm dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris is sick. We wish him the best. Hope he gets well, gets back with us on Monday. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how you doing? Good morning. I bet Clayton will be back before the end count comes in. Well, I hope. I hope so, too. All right, uh, regular special guest dude, Debbie Matthews, how you doing? Good morning, so good to be here. All right, we're trying to, we've put together a picture where Murray County clearly across the board is 70-30, you know, uh, city elections are, are a little different. Uh, yep. And uh, yep. That, that's... The majority of Democrats live in the city. Uh, they do in every city, okay. and that's in Nashville, Memphis, wherever, well, you know. Well, and, and Murray County, we seem to be, though... The, the trend is now we're seventy thirty countywide, and there are no independents. It's just you got a D by your name, you're going to get thirty percent of the vote. You got an R by your name, you're going to get you're going to get seventy. Wonder what would happen if if Murray County ran an independent candidate, and just to see what happened. Uh, nothing. Okay. Uh, all right, but my point is, and, and you take that out nationwide. What we seem to be, we're we're about fifty fifty nationwide, and we're just we aren't persuading each other. We're just sitting in uh, our respective trenches, just taking shots at each other. Uh, there's 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 no independence votes out there. There's no compromise, uh, and there's no Republicans are persuading Democrats. No Democrats are persuading Republicans. It's just not happening. Uh, that is number one in the recipe for civil war, uh, and this country has not been divided as divided, Miss York. Miss York, you just by you shaking your head. You this are, civil war is a bunch of bunk, man. Civil war is a bunch of bunk. That's, don't, don't even interject that in a discussion in and, this country. And, and, but, Miss York, you've always perceived yourself as a patriot and a civic participant and all this kind of thing. If you don't realize that civil war is possible and try to and, – and I've tried to do this over and over to say, okay, what can we do? Can't we at least have a discussion, a meaningful discussion, about making elections where everybody uh, th- uh, believes that they're sound, that the, uh, they're fair, that they're that they're just that they're, they've been fairly counted, been fairly allowed to vote, right? And where everybody, Democrat and Republican, and instead you just want to yell at me, Mister York. No, I, I'm not yelling. I'm just no, no, no. You just, I'm, you're going to just yell conspiracy theory. You're going to conspiracy to talk about civil war. Conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory. You've did it, done it in the last thirty minutes. And the best uh, way to have everybody to York, vote is mail in ballots. You know, I'm an historian. <laughs> That's oh gosh, right. yeah. That way, you just go go <laughs> yeah. over to East Hill and you just go take go over to every house and say, "Vote for this person and sign here," and then mail it in. Mm-hmm. No, that's not that's no good. Go to miners and do the same thing if that's uh, the way it's running. All right, this is the problem though. There is no this country has not been divided since 1876, and people like myself, historians, know what happened in 1876. You folks got no grasp on what happened in 1876. The the, the, the actual warfare, actually, the Civil War actually almost resumed, and the, the problem was that, that it, the, or no, the blessing was at that point, all of the leaders in our country, this is only, what, this is 12 years after the Civil War. Right. 
They had either fought in the Civil War or they'd experienced it in some way. Right. Nobody on either side had any stomach for getting 600,000 American uh, boys at that time, men, killed. And, and right that's now, what I'm saying right they, now. No, 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 Miss York, Miss York, Miss York, you don't, you don't more. say what can we do to get together to all have trust. You just holler conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory. You are I'm not the great patriot that you think you are. Civil war in this country. Nobody's got the stomach. Well, for then why won't? Yeah, they want to solve. Why won't <laughs> you and other Democrats sit down and have a meaningful discussion about elections that all of us can trust? Because we are not having a successful election, and if. If at least 95% of Republicans, Democrats, independents, if at least 95% of of everybody in the electorate doesn't go, yeah, that was a fair election, right. then we are not having a successful election, and civil war's coming. Now, but only a handful of folks on the right are saying the elections aren't fair. Only a handful. You see, oh, no, that's that's a, that, that, there you go. There you go. A, that's where you're not reading there you the go. room, Jim. For the second time, how many, right. you are not reading the room, Jim. How many times did the extreme right? About no, 30% Jim. For the second, Jim. okay, it's all a conspiracy theory, and it's just the extreme right. You know, you aren't willing to uh, help avoid the Civil War, Mr. York. You're just not. You know. Now let me uh, let's move on. <laughs> Wait, uh, I, I, do have a, I have a comment about that. You know, when I was growing up, you know, I grew up in a household that was a conservative Democratic household uh-huh. in the state of Tennessee. And the only thing that my dad and mom probably differed on than our moderate Republican or conservative Republican friends was um, <clears throat> my dad was pro-life. My dad was pro-gun. We were all singing off the hymnal of a constitution that we all believed in. We believed in secured borders. We believed we were all singing from the same page, although we differed on some things. My dad was an iron worker. Okay, so that we're not singing from the same. Equality, we are not singing off the same. My dad was the most equality person that right, ever existed. Right, right, right. However, we are not singing off the same hymnal. The anymore. topic right now is what is out. What are the forces and and pressures out there that are leading us to a civil war, Mister York? The first is that there are no independents nationwide. We are just. We got half Democrats and half Republicans, and we're just sitting in our trenches uh, uh, firing guns at each other, unwilling to talk to each other. And Mr. York just vividly illustrated twice. What did did, uh, Jesus get betrayed three times before the sun came up? He just vividly (laughs) illustrated that, 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 no, he's not going to participate in any discussion about how we might all have confidence in our elections. He's just going to holler conspiracy theory, and he's just going to holler that it's a small number of right wings that don't have confidence in the thing. He's not going to sit down and say, all right, let's figure out, let's figure out why a huge swath both both left and right. I mean, a lot of Democrats. I mean, Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams is an, an idiot, but she, I think she probably sincerely believes that you know there's something going on. As the on. chair of the Republican Party, so we, you know we have Hor- got to. What ha- how are we are on a topic here? Yes, I am. I'm on the topic. I'm on the topic. On, are- I, what horrifies me is how quick Democrats could bring it back to the middle. If Joe Biden woke up today and said, "I'm securing the border," well, and I'm now, opening the pipeline, he would probably get reelected. But now you're now you're doing Mr. York's doing. <laughs> well, no, I'm 
saying that you're doing Whoa, that we got a topic that we're going to cover before this show's right, out. Hell, I got first suggestion. Okay. First suggestion on, on how we can get this country going in the right direction. Let's sit down and agree to a truth. What is the truth? Uh, that's okay. unlikely to happen. Yeah, because you don't think okay, there's open now, borders. Now, you backing up. Now, if we if we can get well, a no, I, 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 uh, whatever that sit down and say this we agree is the truth. Well, and that's, then you can move forward. If you don't, if no one wants to do that, we can never move this country forward. Well, I I, I agree with you that that we kind of don't agree on what the truth is, and um, I know where you're coming from. That if we went back to Biden, right, no, let, let's, let's move on past that because okay. because that sets off a whole discussion about how. You know, Democrats insist on ver- their version of the truth, and well, I'm saying I didn't say Democrats' version. Now, yeah, understand me. Okay, that all right, all right, all right. That's a legitimate. The people that's negotiating. Okay. <clears throat> okay, that's a point, and I, I I don't want to get off on that tangent because I want to talk about what are the underlying factors that are leading us to a civil war, and I've only gotten through one. Uh, and I've got... Uh, you got seven minutes. Oh, yeah, you got, I got about two minutes. I got seven minutes. So one is we are an evenly divided country, and we won't, uh, are un- unlikely, among other things, to sit down and agree on a common truth. It's just not likely. All we want to do is to sit in our trenches and fire uh, shots at each other. There are no independents, and it just depends on which side... Really, it looks like depends on which side has more flu or COVID uh, on election day or election month, whatever it is these days, uh, to uh, as to who's going to win. So, one, we're an evenly divided country, which will not compromise, will not acknowledge that the threat of civil war is real, and we have to have buy-in and confidence from uh, the American people to uh, make things work. Uh, uh, a, a majority, probably 80-90% of the American people have got to buy in. And that's simply not happening. Alright, number two, look at these maps that are coming out about the election. Uh, if you look at it, if you the, the maps are, are red and blue. You know, red where the, Democrat, where the Republicans have won, and blue where the Democrats have won, and they have no color in them where they hadn't decided yet. But this has been true forever. The 90% of the landmass of the United States, it, it, geographic landmass, is is uh, Republican. Maybe the, more than 90%. Maybe, maybe more than 90%. The Democratic votes are all clustered in these cities. And it, it's, you know, there's a, even California is red, people. Yep, absolutely. Uh, you've just got a little blue dot on L.A. and a little blue dot on San Francisco. You know, you go up to New York, it's mostly red, but a little blue dot on New York. Uh, Pennsylvania is Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, probably, yes. Pennsylvania's yes. all red, a little blue dot on Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. Uh, Michigan, the same way, all red, little blue dot on uh, Detroit. Illinois, same way, all red, little blue dot on Chicago. 90% plus of the land area is is. Uh, is inhabited by people who are Republicans or majority Republicans. Now, that's, I mean, that's nobody's fault that's occurred, but what it is, I mean, it, it gives you two distinct, you know, it's a war of the rural versus the city. And, uh, the, and, and, uh, 
it, it, it sets up, you know, like in Oregon, I think they're going to have an armed revolt against. That, what did the What did the referendum come out yesterday? I, you know, there were three know, counties yeah. that yeah. wanted to move to Idaho on a referendum yesterday. We got to find that out. So yeah, but they, they'll never get that done. But they may come to a shooting war uh, before it's over with out there. Yeah. Uh, there are parts of Colorado, I think, you might get into a shooting war to get free of, uh, free of Denver. But you've got uh, Democrats in those states making policy for the rest of everybody, raising taxes for the rest of everybody, having woke policies No, uh, everybody. I mean, what, what happens is is Denver and Portland make the, re- the yes. remainder of the state just an occupied territory. Yeah, absolutely. An occupied territory. And and same goes on. I mean, downstate Illinois is quite conservative. Right. Uh, and they're just an occupied territory of Chicago. So you get and, into that representation, taxation without representation. These right, people right. do not have it. All right. Here's to the first factor. We are a divided country with little chance of uh with, with no leadership on either side willing to sit down and say, okay, what can we do to get buy-in from 80 or 90 percent of the country? Nobody's That's willing to do The truest thing you've ever said, Del. Nobody, the, nobody's willing to <laughs> leadership on neither side is sitting, you know, get, sitting down together and saying, what can we do to get buy-in? We're, we're discontent to sit back and in our trenches and fire away. And that's it. All right. Two, the geographic, uh, uh, divide in the country of uh, Democrat versus Republican. Uh, Republicans have all the rural areas. Democrats just have a few large cities uh, that are, and that's it. That's, that's it. where all their votes are. That's everything. And uh, and then you get into mischief in the cities because well, they're I mean, so you, dense. You got thirty percent here, but they aren't going to elect anybody. But the, the, the where they control is in these few large cities. And then lastly, you've got uh, so much going on that undermines the uh, faith or the uh, belief in people that the that the elections are fair. And uh, right now, this two-week-long counting in Oregon and Arizona will contribute nothing to the idea that it's fair. I mean, down in Georgia, Stacey Abrams says she was oppressed. She hadn't showed me how yet, but she does represent a large number of people who think that the voting's not fair. It doesn't matter whether she's right or wrong. Uh, when people don't have confidence in an election, you can't have a democracy and you're heading towards civil war. I'm going to give you three things, Del. Agree on a truth. Learn how to compromise. And then work to have a successful outcome. That's what each party needs to do to bring sanity back to politics. When has there ever been sanity in politics? I just want to know. Before, before 2016. Miss York, I'm going to have to agree with you. I, I don't 2020. Think, I meant 2000. There I, was sanity. I'm just not sure whether it's possible. We, we, we got to try. 1968. I mean, I'll try if you will. All right, let's. I'll uh, try also if that's what you want to do. Now, you know, don't.